a day in life. In the following text, a school teacher in Balakot talks about her experiences. Balakot is one of the areas worst hit by the earthquake that struck Pakistan's northern region and killed at over 86,008 October 2005. Because the tragedy happened during school hours, at least half of the dead were children, and many of the dead were and uh, many of the dead and injured were teachers. <coughs> Young people between the ages of five and eighteen formed the majority of those affected by the earthquake. Ten thousand schools were damaged or destroyed. Six thousand seven hundred of them in the northwest frontier province. Thousands of devastated families sought shelter in tented relief camps, whilst others stayed in their villages. trying to rebuild their communities our tent school i reached school at 7:30 am as usual it was a bright autumn morning but with a slight chill in the air winter was not far behind a few children were playing in the yard as my colleagues and i arrived and soon the school began to fill up as usual after the morning assembly We headed for our classrooms at <clears throat> and at 8 a.m. the bell rang for the first period, which for me and my class and my class was in English. Then from 8:40 we had mathematics. I had asked Gibran for his answers to the mental math quiz, which we had completed. When a strange noise like an approaching train began in our sides, a deathly silence fell on the children. They stared, transfixed, their eyes wide with fear. I remember shouting, "Get down on the floor!" But it was a useless order. The floor began to jolt violently. The walls trembled, and with a terrible roar, the roof collapsed around us. When the terrifying movement and crashing had subsided, myself miraculously alive. But the scene around me will haunt my dreams until my dying day. The children who could do so scrambled out from beneath their broken classroom. I carried Gibran in my arms. He was bleeding from a head wound and his body was limp. The immediate aftermath of the disaster is too painful to record, as we discovered how many of our people had been killed and injured. and the full extent of the damage to our village during that time people were too traumatized and terrified to do much more than merely survive amongst the rubble of their homes for 6 days following the earthquake we could do nothing we were all stunned by shock but when help started arriving we were goaded into action Our highest priority was starting school again for the children. The destruction caused by the earthquake was terrible, but it had destroyed neither the courage of our people nor our belief in importance of education. We knew that when the school started up again, the whole community would begin to live once more. To begin with, we visited areas around our villages with uh, families were still sleeping outside without tents. In order to persuade frightened children to return to school, the first day of a resembled 
reassembled school was in the open air, and one of the first different pupils to return was Jibran, his head bandaged and holding his old brother's hand. His brave example had encouraged others to come to the courtyard where previously the children had played became a makeshift classroom, furnished with damaged benches and tables which we had salvaged from the wreckage. When the first winter rains arrived, we and the children braved the biting cold. The children's resilience was remarkable, but we desperately needed proper shelter. At last, tents arrived. The army and the relief teams erected them for us, and our newly fully formed school moved into our long-for-tented <coughs> accommodation. Within two months, our village was revitalized at our surviving children. Our primary and secondary schools lie in ruins. All our precious furniture, equipment and books accumulated over the years lie crushed beneath broken masonry. But now our new tent school buses with the cheerful noise of pre-earthquake school days with children reading their lessons aloud and playing their playing around outside. In the days following the disaster, I thought I would never see such scenes again. The arrival of the UNICEF school in a box kits was a tremendous boost to us as we struggled to re-establish the school's education in those very early days. Each kit consists of a strong aluminium box which can be used as a blackboard, filled with enough books, pencils, notepads, chalks and other and from other villages who had never come to school before, started to come to attend school, walking every walking several miles each way. <coughs> These kits were like a magnet to children and helped them overcome their initial fears and mistrust of coming back to school. The children were beginning to smile again. Our tent has helped, has been vital in re-establishing a sense of normality in a stricken area. It has helped children take their minds off those fearful memories which haunt them and the harshly and the harsh reality of their present lives. It's good to be back, Ahmed told me recently as he worked with the equipment from our UNICEF box. I want to come to school. I want to be somebody in the future. School has helped the children come two terms with their losses. I have heard them talking quietly in twos and threes like adults about their grief, and I have seen them playing and laughing like children again. But life has changed, of course, we have changed, Gibran explained to me only yesterday. In a quiet moment, when he had withdrawn himself from play, we used to sing songs, but we are still frightened. We try to read the Quran instead. A little later, he returned to his friend's game in the playground. I know that the damaging effects of trauma are only just below the surface on all of us. But the school lessons and games are helping the children to heal. And I know that that is helping us all.